Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. So here's a situation that probably sounds familiar. The president of the United States, furious at his critics. In particular, a congressman who attacked him as swallowed up in a continual grasp for power, in an unbounded thirst for ridiculous pomp, foolish adulation, and selfish avarice. This sounds like 2018, right? Donald Trump, the current U.S. president, has been accused of far worse. In fact, he's been so viciously attacked that he suggested Congress should change libel laws. Why? I guess to protect him from criticism, whether true or false. But no, the apoplectic president this congressman was referring to was America's second commander-in-chief, John Adams. He took things a step beyond changing libel laws and actually made it illegal to criticize the president. In 1798, the United States was preparing for a possible war with France. Adams and his Federalist Party supporters used the threat to pass the Alien and Sedition Acts, a set of new laws that increased the residency period for people to become citizens, allowed the president to deport aliens who were deemed dangerous to the state, and restricted language that was critical of the government. Though the act was created under the guise of national security, its true intent was to suppress the backers of the Democratic-Republican Party. Among their differences, the party, led by Vice President Thomas Jefferson, supported stronger ties with France. An early target of the Sedition Acts was Representative Matthew Lyon of Vermont, the guy who accused Adams of ridiculous pomp. In the fall of 1798, the government accused him of being a malicious and seditious person, and of a depraved mind and a wicked and diabolical disposition. Lyon was convicted of sedition, fined $1,000, and sentenced to four months in prison. He campaigned for re-election from jail and won in a landslide. On his release in February 1799, supporters greeted him with a parade and hailed him as a martyr to the cause of liberty and the rights of man. Another target, James Callender, was a pro-Jefferson journalist for the Richmond Examiner. In an election pamphlet from 1800, he wrote that the objective of Adams' administration has been to exasperate the rage of contending parties and destroy every man who differs from his opinions. For his criticism of the president, Callender was convicted of sedition, fined $200, and sent to federal prison for nine months he continued to write from his prison cell, calling Adams a gross hypocrite and an unprincipled oppressor. The speech crackdown extended even to private remarks, as Luther Baldwin and Brown Clark discovered. In 1798, Adams was riding his coach in a downtown Newark parade complete with a 16-cannon salute. While drinking at a tavern, Clark joked that the cannons were firing up the president's backside, and Baldwin responded that he didn't mind if they fired throw his arse. The tavern owner, who heard the conversation, reported the men, and both were fined and jailed. More than two dozen people were convicted under the Sedition Acts. In response, 
Public protests ensued. Future President James Madison singled out the need to protect the press, which had played a vital role in defeating the British in the Revolution. Ultimately, the Sedition Acts backfired. Jefferson narrowly defeated Adams in the 1800 presidential election, making opposition to the Alien and Sedition Acts a major part of his campaign. At the end of Adams' term, the laws expired, and the new president pardoned everybody who had been convicted. The acts amounted to the United States' first constitutional crisis, just a decade after the supreme law of the land had been adopted. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Ronald Schaefer for reporting this story for The Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.